There is a podcast beyond that which is known to man. It is a discussion as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between movies and TV, between gaming and tech, and it lies between a collection of comics and the summit of our knowledge. This is the podcast of our imagination. We call ourselves the Nerdtastic Four. Welcome to the Nerdtastic Four. My name's Rose. I'm Desmond. And I'm Kern. Woo! Just three of us today. It is. It was just three of us last week, but then my computer decided to eat the audio, so no one will ever know. Nope. Yeah, no one will yeah. ever know how sick I was last week. Oh no, I'll still I'll still <laughs> read your we're still gonna have the part where Chris read your tweets about explosive diarrhea. Oh yeah. It was it was wonderfully <laughs> terrible. It was. So And we um, got way too graphic. Uh, so don't worry guys, I'm gonna find that audio somewhere. Yeah, that'll that'll I have make Chris it. in mind audio. The computer just decided Kern uh didn't talk. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it they were just happens. like having a conversation with nobody, and then like just this long and just blanks nothing. of silence. Maybe even for yeah. like the five year anniversary, I'll release the ghost episode. <laughs> the ghost. This is, ghost this, is, this is probably how it kind of sounded. Like that's exactly. Oh yeah, it. I totally totally agree with you, Kern. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's Aww. how it starts. We're like, yeah, we can hear you, man. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just response. Yeah, it's just response. And then there's periods where it's like, oh, me and Kristen really not talk so much because we didn't, you can, there's a five minute part where Kern's missing, but you can't tell. Yeah. So. (laughs) Oh, geez. Well, we've got a few things we're going to talk about today. That's right. Uh, uh, You know, the one thing that we did miss because of last week is uh, Bill Paxton. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I did want to mention that. So we did, we missed it. Uh, You know, we had, everyone was talking about the Kern. Found a really good point. He said, "Bill Paxton was the only guy that's killed by what? Current? What is it?" Um, well, it was. Um, uh, I think it was Colt Forty Five posted a deal on Instagram that said that he was the only actor to be killed by an alien, a predator, and a Terminator. Yeah, that's right. And then uh, as the as the as the podcast wore on, I figured out that Lance Hendrickson had also been killed. By those three, uh, so there's two yeah. actors. Because I was yeah, sitting so here in my head like, "There's been nerd, nerd." I was like, "Can that be right?" Forty-five. Can that be right? Oh, it's okay. Nerd Brandon checked. old. Brandon will kick me in the head later. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, did y'all talk about the planets? The new solar no, system. No, I they mean, there's nothing. There's nothing really that they found them. They find exoplanets a lot. It's, true. Um, it's, it's interesting cool that they're all thing. in the same system. I mean, yeah. there there are interesting bits about it, and I know you were excited about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get less excited. I'm more excited about the fact that uh, Pluto. They're they're they are really working. The international astronomy is really working to get Pluto back in there, yeah. so that we all have the planets we remember. And I, yeah. I, I mean, do we really? I mean, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's almost kind of like it's like a person that got excommunicated or yeah. something like that. It's, it's like Mel like, Gibson wanting to return to do Suicide Squad after <laughs> all these other comments. We were like, come on, buddy. Come in. It's okay. We're not going to bite you. Come in. Come on. You can. You can direct <laughs> you can do it, it, please. You can. It's fine. And yeah. I just want to point out to DC, and I mean no disrespect to anybody by this, except for, for DC. <laughs> but think about this: you have a man who was uh, sexist, feminist, racist, and anti-Semitic, which I guess is a form of, ra- and we're still like, no, no, we'll take him over the movies you've been making, please. Oh, God. <laughs> Your movies are worse than that, DC. Oh, think about damn. it. Damn. Right. Burn. Didn't yeah. Mel Gibson also say like 
didn't he like not recently but in the past wasn't he quoted as saying something like he would never ever get involved with a comic book movie because they're not real movies or something like that I mean I'm sure and then he was like I will never ever ever shop at Walmart so I need money so let's go let's go make some comic book movie (laughs) there you go that would have been my response (laughs) right no I'm sure he's rich as hell yeah he's probably not Speaking of movies, you know, I, I saw this deal and I haven't seen anything much on Beauty and the Beast, you know, the new Disney's Beauty and the Beast. And so supposedly there's going to be a gay moment in in the film. Oh, there's a gay character. They've made yeah, LaFleur. Yeah, Lef- yeah, Lef- Lef- yeah, Lef- yeah, and it's, it's just and, gay. It's just so gay. It's like a, yeah, <laughs> and so it's a big deal in Russia. They're talking about like banning the movie. Banning the movie in Russia. Let me tell you, uh, they have a law against uh, gay propaganda, but you know, apparently so. not a law against relationship between a woman and a water buffalo. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all I know is I would ban the movie for having Josh Gad before I would have no. Ban it, I love Josh Gad. Gay Josh Gad. Um, <laughs> apparently, he's just a gay character, and it's not like. I don't think there's said anything about there being a gay scene. Or no, there's a moment. I, Bill, I don't know if there's Bill a kiss, Can- but there's yeah, a Yeah, the director, Bill Candon, or Condon, whatever his name is, he said there is an exclusively gay moment. All right. <laughs> exclusively <the> gay. <laughs> involving LaFoe. I need that oh. to, like, flash across the screen. There's no Exclusively drugs. gay. Warning. Exclusively <laughs> gay moment. No, no, like, put on your gay glasses <laughs> now. <laughs> I don't know, because LeFou was always like, in the original, he was always like incredibly infatuated with Gaston. So it's not like a total stretch. I mean, Gaston's incredibly infatuated with Gaston. That's true. So, um, yeah. But they're not going to end up together if they, I mean, in the at least in the cartoon movie, Gaston gets killed. Yeah, I think as like Gaston's going to end up on some rocks. That's- yeah, like smashed across some rocks, dead. <laughs> Um, I don't. I don't yeah. know. It's really weird that they. It's like the Star Wars or Star Trek thing where they were yeah. like, "Oh, we're gonna have a gay Sulu moment." It's like, do these matter? But th- is that what they mean by exclusively gay? Like him and his partner walking off together? Like if that's an exclusively know. gay moment, then it's like I eh. mean, it it could be just him like seeing somebody walk by and be like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, yeah. who knows? <laughs> Who knows what that exclusively gay moment's going to be? I would be. really I mean, like him to be overly sassy. That that's the exclusively gay stuff. Well, like, have you seen the clip of him singing the 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 Gaston song? No, I, again, Josh he's, Gad. He's all gay in that song. <laughs> Josh Gad. Uh, oh, I love yeah, him. I can't, I can't do it. Book so Mormon. I cannot. Have uh, you guys seen um, anything on the ABC's Inhumans? Have you guys seen the cast? I know that Anson the- Mount. Okay, I love Anson Mount. Not to not to steal your thunder. I'm going to let you announce everything else. <laughs> oh, but that's An- it. Go with it, dude. I mean, I, that's what I wanted to talk about was this cast. Anson Mount, right? Is is Black Bolt? Uh, yeah, right. He was in Helen Wills. I don't know if you guys ever watched Helen Wills on AMC. No. Amazing show. Um, and I, I followed it till the end, and I so wanted him when it was over to go to Netflix and be Ghost Rider. Oh. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he just has that look, and he's so intense mm-hmm. in his acting, and he's, he has a real depth, and like he has a range. Okay. He's not just like a character actor. And he's been in other stuff, and you see him in there, and I didn't even realize I'd seen him in other stuff, because he, like, he can play the friendly guy, the heartthrob, all this, but then he plays this vigilante badass, and I was sold on him. And I was like, he has... 
to be the Ghost Rider. He can be the Spirit of Vengeance. I don't care which one. Make him any of them. Let him come. Let him do it. And then they cast him as Black Bolt. And uh, that's going to be interesting because uh, yeah. Black Bolt's probably not going to have a lot of dialogue. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys know how he works. His uh-uh. voice. He's the leader of the humans. His voice is super powerful. Like, think uh, Metatron, like voice of God. Okay. Will kill you. Oh, wow. Um, so he can drive people insane or yeah, like, level. Yeah, level the slightest building. whisper can destroy a city. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, sometimes, like, if he wants to kill somebody, he will just say a word. And, like, you will, he just, like, it's, power just blows you away. Oh, jeez. So just really any cool word? Oh, what word would that, what word would he, would he say, like, die? Or would he be, like, you uh, know, puppies? You know? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I guess he could say anything he wants. He could be like, hey. I've seen him say <laughs> no before, and it did a pretty good job. Um, but it's interesting. Who else is? Do you know who else is Cass Kern? I, I was yeah, the, the, there's. I've got a list here, but the um, I'm just going to run through it real quick because the one really caught my eye. Uh, Serenda Swan as Medusa, uh, Ken Lung or Leung as Karnak. Um, there's some of these guys I don't know who they are, but uh, that's a, now that's and, Glenn from The Walking Dead. Now that he's no, not no, doing no, The no. Walking that, Dead. No, that's not Glenn. Um, that's uh, he's from. He was from uh, Lost. Oh, I thought it was the guy. I thought somebody told me it was the, the Ken, or not Ken, sorry. Glenn from The Walking Dead was going to be. I didn't read all of these. No, no. Uh, and, um, well, I read the wrong article then or heard the wrong message. Yeah, I don't, that doesn't, I mean, I'm not Oh, no, 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 that, I don't care. Uh, that doesn't look like Glenn to me. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I don't know Lost, so. Yeah, uh, but the one that stuck out, there was a couple of more, but the one that stuck out, and I'm going to probably mispronounce his name, is uh, Iwan Rayon or whatever. He's the freaking total dickhead in the Game of Thrones. You know, the guy oh. that uh, captured Ramsey and freaking cut his pecker off. I think it was Ramsey. Wasn't that it was, the guy's name? Bolton Ramsey as the guy yeah. who uh, who cut, um, Yeah. what's his butt? Theon. Yeah. Theon, yeah. Theon's. The, yeah. Oh, off. yeah. His name's Ramsey. That's right. It's, yeah, Theon uh, Grey, Greyjoy. Uh, yep. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. The he's Island. the one that plays Maximus. So oh, that's that one cool. Kind of, yeah, huh. so that one stuck out whenever I saw saw that. Neat. Yeah, I'm not a big, yeah. huge Inhumans guy, but it's interesting that they're coming because some of their characters are really yeah interesting, and they have their own like lineage and hierarchy and stuff. Yeah. It's a lot different than mutants because they they don't have a fear. They're not like supremacist, like, but they're still they're proud of their heritage. They don't back down from that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a kind of a different story arc to see. So it'll be interesting, I guess. I'm still waiting on Alpha Flight to be a thing. So Yeah. There was something else that I thought was just kind of funny when I came across this. And I don't know if anybody plays this. I don't. But uh, Conan Exiles uh, game, I guess it was a, a little blurb that says they've got some new updates. And one of those new updates is being able to store rotten corpses and then launching them with the trebuchet. trebuchet. I don't. What kind? I don't know what kind of game this is. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's in early. It's right now. It's currently in early access on Steam. Uh, See. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Okay. uh, I do. I thought you meant it was already. I have to check it out because I have. Yeah. No. Um. But yeah, I just thought that was funny that I thought this was the RTS horses and then launch them with trebuchet. Trebuchets are the best. Yeah, I thought that was funny. That's right. <laughs> Nothing beats a, tre- a trebuchet, especially a catapult. That's the <laughs> that's the rules right. of the internet, right? Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I'll be I'll be interested to play it now. I have it. Uh, it's sadly on the computer that we're recording on, so I can't check it right. Yeah, but maybe then, tomorrow or after. And then I, I just got I just got one more big deal. I kind of saved this one for last. Uh, it's been about nine years since we've had an Indiana Jones film. Oh and yes, it has been announced that 2019 July. Actually, they've got a date. Yeah, they're, they're July all 19th, out. 2019 for the fifth adventure that will include Harrison Ford. What? It's Harrison Ford and Steven Spielberg. They're teaming back up. Oh. No sign of George Lucas, and I am completely happy with that. I love him for making the originals. But, but man, the last one. <laughs> after, <And there's>, he, <laughs> after the last trick of luck he had, yeah. yeah. And the way and they've seen they've handled Star Wars. Sorry, so, Kurt. So no, no, no. The, no. But, Go um, ahead. He, so, but Harrison Ford's old. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is, it, I mean, gonna, is he going to be okay to get the for two patch. more years? Is he going to be okay for two more years? He has to get the eye patch. I'm I don't worried know, but for it, him. It can't be in like the 50s, you know, 40s and 50s anymore. You know, it has to, he's going to have to like leapfrog it into at least the 70s, you know, because oh, he's about it, that old. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. The, way, the way I imagine it, it is now the 1980s and he is trying to stop George Lucas for making <laughs> the, the, the crystal, crystal skull. skull. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, um, but it's unknown. There's no. There's no word on uh, Shia LaBeouf. I'm so, hoping not. I'm hoping that yeah. they do that thing. They, they Highlander three it where they're like, yeah, that other movie didn't really happen. <laughs> like right. the first it, thing it that happen. the first thing that happens is Indiana Jones comes out of cyber sleep. <laughs> it's a dream. He's been in cryo sleep, and he was like, oh my god. Did the aliens take me? And they're like, no, no, you've been babbling about Russians and refrigerators and aliens and swinging monkeys for yeah, 20 I, years. I think that, like, while I don't think that the reason the movie was bad was because of Shia LaBeouf, he still wasn't a good fit for that casting. Yeah. And, like, there was so much else wrong with the movie that everybody just wants to pretend it didn't happen. And that, that's exactly right. You want to pretend it didn't, want, it didn't happen, so you have to get rid of him because he's tied to so many moments, yeah. like the swing with the monkeys mm-hmm. and all that. I don't think you can. I don't think you yeah. can include him and, and not have the bad connotation. I like Shia LaBeouf. I think he's a fine actor. Just wasn't a good fit for him. I don't think. Yeah, that was just poor writing. I mean, yeah. I, I, I blame George Lucas. Yeah, definitely. Yep. It was. I mean, John Hurt's in it. Yeah. He did fine, but his role was, was definitely too, too goofy to be yeah. Indiana Jones. Uh, Marion Ravenwood returning was awesome, but again, that was really the only. Between Indiana Jones and her, that was it that was Indiana Jones-ish. Yeah. There was weird parkour, which Indiana Jones wouldn't have had parkour. Yeah. Uh, it's just overall weird. Who knows? Right. Right. Uh, but anyway, there, there's two big topics this week. Yeah. Which people probably know because I probably gave this episode a great title that lets them know they should click on it. And that's the Switch and Logan. Now, Woo. one of us has a Switch and one of us didn't see Logan. He's not here, so we're going to spoil it. But you can guess which one of us has a switch. Any of your guess now. It's me. And the answer is Rose. So <laughs> if you want, uh, come collect your prize. Yay. Yay. Your prize is a, is this song. Doop, boop, boop, doop, boop, boop, doop. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So everyone's a winner <laughs> now. Available on iTunes soon. Yeah. Available on iTunes soon. Yes, so I got the switch last weekend. And it, oh my goodness. So, now what I, games did you get? I now, only so have Breath of the Wild. Only have Breath of the because Wild. Because it was, it was 
it wasn't a, a super expensive to get Breath of the Wild and the Switch, and I also got the sheet covering case, carrying case for the... Okay, yeah, yeah, I saw that because I was worried it was a skin because there was the whole thing online yeah. about you can't use the skins, do not use the skins. Yeah. So so I have, I have the... Um, so I have it, and it's... I've gotten to play it quite a bit over the last weekend, and this weekend I have two days off of work, so I can just play it for four days. Not really, but, you know, play it for a good right. long time. No. But it's awesome. I love just the Switch itself. It works really easy. It's really simple to, like, take the Joy-Cons off and attach them to the controller or put them back on the Switch itself. It's super simple to just pick it up and go. Like, I've used 90% of the times I've used it, I've used the little, contr- just the, the controller going around, like, portable. Okay, that's what I was going to ask, yeah. is how much time are you splitting? So you said yeah, like I've 90 spent 10. most of it. Most <laughs> of it I used, like, on the go, because, like, I was working at the theater this last weekend. I was working at a local theater for the show, and I didn't have anything to do in between acts. So I sat there on my Switch in between acts and played Zelda. And so it's just super convenient to be able to take this brand new system, console system with you, or just plop it in and play it on your TV. Now, what's the battery life like? It's about two hours. And, you know, I played it. So basically, when I went to the show, the show lasted about two and a half hours long. From when I from when I started the show, playing it to in between acts, and then at the end of the show, by the end of the show, my battery was saying, hey, I'm about to die. So it, it lasts about two hours. Now, um, that's on and off, me, me setting it down and then going to do stuff and then coming back. Um, but really, it's not that bad. I haven't, like, run into an issue where it was inconvenient and I was like, oh, darn. Also, you can take the charger with you. And that's where I was going to – I was go. about to ask. So you can plug it into a charger. Yeah. Can you play it while it's charging? Yeah. Now, I know no. one of the problems was, like, the charger port's on the bottom, too. Yeah, it's on the bottom. So people so... were saying, Why? Yeah, if but, it's, uh, so you you gotta you can't like set it in your lap or set it on your stomach or anything. If you're lying down, you have to hold it up um, if you're charging it. But yeah, you can play it while you charge, and it it doesn't deplete it anymore any less. Um, and then you just whenever you're done for the day, just make sure it's plugged into the into the the base and just plop it in. And go to bed while it charges. Um, so it's it's I think it's super convenient and. Um, I'm thinking maybe about buying an extra um, AC cord that I can take with me and one that yeah, just stays no, plugged just like into you the, with your phone. the base. Yeah. yeah, just because it is kind of a pain—not a big pain—but to unplug it and take it with you and then plug it back in every time because it's on the back and there's like now a is it like a laptop like a docking thing where all the ports and stuff are only on the base? Yes. Okay. So you can just plop it on. Well, no, because I was like, if you take it with you, because like on a computer where you have a mini display or mini HDMI, and you can plug into it and output. So I was just wondering if it had that same ability just from the tablet itself. No, you can't plug the HDMI cable directly into the the little tablet. Hmm. You have to put it in the base in order to get the yeah. HDMI into the yeah. TV. Now, Kern, are you gonna get? Are you gonna get one of these? You take? I probably won't. I mean, um, I wasn't a big, like, uh, Game Boy guy or anything like that. And so I'm, you know, I had a Nintendo, I'm trying to remember which one it was, um, back early on. And, you know, I played games like um, James Bond, Golden Eye, and stuff like that. 
uh, which I thought was cool. But I just haven't been a big Nintendo guy. You know, I yeah. I'm Xbox One. I mean, I, I do like the PlayStation. You know, I'm always on the fence on which one to go with whenever I'm looking at a new console between Xbox and PlayStation. And uh, and then, uh, you know, also I do like PC games. So, yeah, I'm, I probably won't unless there's just really something that comes out that just really compels me to, to see about getting one. And right now that's just not out. Yeah, yet. That, uh, I agree, man. That's kind of where I'm at. I mean, you're going to talk about Breath of the Wild here in a second. Yeah. Um, that maybe could convince me, but I'll be real honest. We had a conversation earlier in the chat, all of us. Uh, I don't think Zelda has been worth playing. It's been too friendly mm-hmm. since it released Majora's Mask. I know, I know you're laughing, but see, this is my thing: is I, I was really impressed by the fact that when they came, when they said they did Breath of the Wild, they said they did a 2D version, uh-huh. like standard Legend of Zelda style map, characters, everything. They built that game, played it through, made sure the story works, and then they made the graphics and the mechanics and all of that on top of it. That makes me happy because my modern gripe in gaming is that they don't focus enough on the story and the playability and the replayability as much as they, oh, it's really pretty, and then we have this one cool boss. And, we, yeah. and so it's so much more awesome when you play like old games. You only had like 8 bits, 16 bits. You had a few pixels. Like Pong took the world they by storm. They could rely on graphics like to lines. sell it. It had to have a good playability right. and good story. And you only had so many buttons. Like you literally had D-pad and two buttons. Games worked. If they sold that much, it was because they were amazing. Mm-hmm. And we, we lose something when they start adding motion controllers and, you know, 60 frames, 120 frames, and SLIing. And you, you start losing something because they start relying on it. It's another crutch. Now, if games do it right, it's something that they can do right on top of it. But very seldomly, mm-hmm. you get a game that does the basics and then goes, okay, now Cherry's on top. Yeah. So I'm excited to see, was Breath of the Wild everything that we've heard, all these nine, ten star reviews... So in my few hours of playing it, yes. How many hours it's, do you have? I have about, I would say, probably around, let's see, I started playing it on Friday. I would say I've had four days of playing it. Each day i played about three or four hours, so anywhere between 12 to 15 maybe. All Somewhere right. around that 10 no, I, I, I assume no one has a completion time yet. Right. Uh, I think somebody did complete it. It took him about fifty hours. Okay, so it's wow. a decent it's a decent yeah. time. For and um, I don't know if he completed it one hundred percent or not yet. I'm not sure. Well, yeah, I'm just but, saying like, for like uh, yeah, Fallout style, uh, yeah. Skyrim like. So that's the thing. It's like this game. It's like it is a lot like Skyrim and Fallout. There's so much world, and they have you have like a main objective and a main quest, but you don't have to do it right away. And there's so many other little things you can do in the meantime to like, um, like there's different things that you do to build up your hearts and you can go do those and all sorts of stuff like that. And, but it's a, it reminds me a lot of Skyrim and it's hard. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've heard, I've heard the Dark Souls uh, reference a so, few times. I don't know if it's as hard as Dark Souls. I don't play Dark Souls. I've watched people play it, and it, Dark Souls looks really hard and freaky because everything looks super scary. Well, I mean, but comparatively to, like, Majora's Mask. Oh, yeah. And Twilight Princess. It's so much harder. Like, I'm used to the dif- the puzzle difficulty in Zelda, right? See, I'm used and that's, to that, And that's what kind of that. turns me off is, like, I don't like the puzzles in Zelda. Yeah. When they start getting overly puzzly. Uh-huh. I, I didn't like that. Like it when you had guards and like death was a part of the thing. And yeah. N- 
and, and now, then they made it as a possible, so and they it brought still, it back. Yeah, it still has some puzzles in it. Obviously, it's going to be well, Zelda right. Yeah, Zelda's puzzles. got puzzles. I just meant they relied. They they moved away from melee combat to puzzling, and only puzzling. puzzling yeah. yeah. So, but these these combats, like they're unforgiving. There are some creatures that will straight up just one hit you dead immediately. Now it's not button mat. It's it's not what Final Fantasy evolved into, where like pretty much if you could leave one of those little birds that like taps the key and just hits X, you would, you'd survive at some no. point. No, that's the okay. thing. Like you gotta, you've gotta, you can try jumping around and try. Dodging. But there's strategy. You can move during. Yeah. It's not like I'm not saying turn based, but yeah. almost turn based. Pretty much like cut where you're scene just style. waiting. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's actually like because you can. There's, there's. If you dodge at the right time, um, you can go in and hit the like the extra attack thing that you can do okay. if you dodge at the right time. There's also like, um, there's also like, diff- you can you can you can dodge. You can you can jump, do the jump slash down. You can do all that stuff. But really, it, there's a lot more put into avoiding attacks because a lot of the attacks are just so devastating, especially when you first start out and you've got barely any hearts. Some of those attacks do like. Five damage worth of heart, five hearts worth of damage, and you have three. Yeah, you know, it's just it's it's ridiculous. So it's a lot more. You might do more sneaking around to avoid fighting certain monsters. Um, there's a lot of strategy in that too. There's a lot of gathering. And okay, like that's what I was going to ask if there was like more skills and like yes, crafts. There's like there's a lot of uh, you you gather food, you gather ingredients, you can gather monster okay, ingredients. So, yeah. So you can make uh, food. You don't you don't have hearts now. You don't find hearts around. Um, you you make food and then those replenish your hearts. So that they sounds give you... way more legit than Zelda's been in a yeah. while. I mean, <laughs> uh, I'm, again, I don't know if I'm three hundred and some odd dollars convinced that I need right. to go get it. Uh, but but uh, yeah. I, I would like to see. I, I might see more. I really don't. I feel. How do I want? I don't want to do reviews. I don't want to go online and see gameplay because I'm, yeah. I want to enjoy the story if it's yeah. worth it. Because that's what I did with Mass Effect. Was like I just avoided it until everyone's like, "No, no, it's great." And I was like, "All right, I'm playing it now." Yeah. I knew nothing about it going in, and that's yeah. really where I hope I end up on this. Well, and you don't have to like before in other Zelda games. If there's a big wall or there's a big fence. You have to find a way around it. Right. But now, you can just climb it. You can climb everything in this game. Like, if it's wet, it, you slip so you can't climb it as well. And if it's, like, if it's if it's too high up, you run out of stamina before you get up to the very top and you fall off. But it's really, like, you can really go anywhere. And it's a huge map, so there's, like, way too much to look at. And it's going to take me forever to finish playing it, but... I mean, it reminds me a lot of Skyrim, and it's very different. It's got a very different feel, but it still has that core Zelda-ism about it. Yeah, I mean, everything I see reminded me of core Zelda yeah, more like than... Yeah, Legend of Zelda. Zelda. Legend of Zelda is, of course, my favorite one. You know, Link to the Past is great. Yeah. Um, Ocarina of Time, you can't go wrong. But after that, I just feel like there was a real decline, and people just bought yeah. the games because they were... It's kind of like they Mario. They learned too much of the, on, the, on the gimmick of the motion controllers, I felt like. Well, definitely by the time of, like, uh, Twilight Princess, because they were selling it, it has motion controls now. Yeah. And like I said, I went and I played it, and I was like, oh, this is kind of fun, but Okami. It yeah. looks better, and if I'm going <laughs> to turn into a dog and run around, guess what I'm going to do it as? Yeah. But it's great. You can go and, like, you can find a horse, a wild horse, and you jump on it, and you try to tame oh, it, yeah, and then yeah. you can bring it back to the stable and register so it as cool. your horse. Yeah, there's, it's, it's, it's very different. It's do you get to huge. name them? Yes, you get to okay. name them. Um, but you get Epona if you use the little Link amiibo. 
the like original Super Smash Brothers Link Amiibo. Oh, cool! If you use that one, um, it like it drops Opona. No, and no. So you can go register. I have her. a question. I've heard there was voice acting in this. Yes. Game. How That's, is that? Because so that the, is the newest thing of this whole. I like it. I wish there was a little bit more of it. Like there's um, in the big cutscenes, there's voice acting. But then when there's like the mini kind of cutscenes, where just like people talking, it's usually just the screen. No, that's fine. I but, mean. but then during one of the kind of, it wasn't really a boss fight. It was more of a like prelude to the dungeon fight. Sure. Um, you're hanging out with the Zora who, while you're doing the things that you're doing to, to get into the, um, to break into the dungeon, he's right. like, good shot. And like, he's actually speaking. It's actual like voice acting. And That's it's really it. good so far. And it's very enjoyable. It's something that Zelda games haven't had before at all. No, well, unless you count Hey Listen as... Hey, yeah, voice. Hey Listen. No, and I don't. <laughs> I, no, that's but, the most annoying. I wish they had not done that voice act. Yeah. So I'm, uh-huh. I think it's great. I love it. People are like, this shouldn't be game of the year because this doesn't have full voice acting. And I'm like, it doesn't need full voice acting. It's a Zelda game. I'm surprised there's any voice acting. Well, right. That's the whole thing. That I'm like... <laughs> This is by far the biggest departure from all of it. Isn't that it's violent? Isn't that it's on a new console? It's that <laughs> there's voice it's acting. There's voice acting because there's not damn voice that's, acting in Zelda. That's the thing. That's the thing that got me was whenever we first saw the um, the demo for it, there wasn't anything about voice acting. But when you first saw Link jump by himself. I lost it. I was like, Link can jump by himself. He's never been able to do that before. And I've had points in the game where I'm like. When I run off of a cliff and I'm like, oh, right, he can't jump. He doesn't jump by himself. I have to actually push the button right, to make right. him no. jump. No, uh, there are <laughs> games like this. Uh, so th- that's really but cool. But then that, and then whenever they did the trailer with the voice acting, I was like, <gasps> voice acting. Now, can I ask you this? Are there other games that the, you've seen that you're like, okay, that's my, what's your next purchase? Probably that Snipper Clips game. Snipper, All right. Snipper Clips, I, I think know. is what it's called. It looks really cute. It's like, a, it's a $20 game. Um, it's co- cooperative, so you use the little Joy-Cons, each person gets one, and you, like, switch your little, you have, like, a little weird-shaped dude, and you can switch him, and he'll, like, like cut pieces out of each other, and you have to try to fit the shape that's All on right. the screen. It looks pretty fun, and it's only $20, so that's probably the next thing I'll do. No, I want the dueling game, which I think is part of one 2 I want that, but it's $50. I'm like this is this is the game that should have come free with the Switch. No, no, I agree. I don't want to pay fifty bucks for it. But I think that is, here's my problem: is I think I'd have to buy that game if I bought the console. Yeah. Because as fun as Zelda sounds, if it's hard as it as it sounds, <laughs> then I'm going to get frustrated. And I need breaks. Yeah. And if I put it down and I'm pissed, there's a good chance I'm not going to come back, and then I've wasted three hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and since I have my wife in the house, it would be very nice for us to stop. And play a fun play, game. Play some fun games and then yeah. we go, her go, okay, I have to go do my hair or whatever and go back to right. Zelda. Because that's usually how it goes now is when I'm at home, I don't like to play games by myself unless I'm here completely by myself like yeah. on a weekend. Yeah. Uh, that was cool. Uh, something else that happened to all of us is, of course, Logan. Yes. yes. Now, Kern, since you've been the quietest, why don't you go ahead <laughs> And break down what you thought of Logan. Uh, spoiler free for this quick bit. Yeah, can, before we do Logan, can we talk about? There were like two trailers that I saw in Logan that I just yeah, thought no, were no. Really, we really can cool. talk about the trailers. I'm going to talk about the trailers we had in ours too. I don't know if we all yeah. have the same ones. 
the the one well I, I'm pretty sure we had the the one that I want to talk about and I'm pretty sure we actually had both but um oh, is it King uh, Kong because the King Kong one uh, no no I didn't have a King Kong one I, I had an either. Aliens oh really uh-uh. yeah I had an I actually aliens wrote one. mine down uh. yeah I, <laughs> I had an Aliens one which looks okay I probably I probably will see it I'm not all that excited about it but but Ghost in the Shell yes uh, was a was wow whenever it looks I really finished good. watching that trailer yeah, it looks yeah. better and better. Yeah, yeah. And by every time my hope gets up just a little bit more that it's not going to be terrible, and I'm like, please, please be good. And it, it does in, I don't know. And there's Scarlet like, Johansson seriously, there's just... scenes that I'm like, that is straight from the anime movie. Like, yeah. like they showed the big tank in yeah. this one, and I was like, oh, man. But just the acting level, too. Like, it seems to be a lot more serious than I yeah. thought it was going to be. I didn't think they were going to be that intense. Right. It's not over the top. Like, I thought it was going to be over-the-top action, kind of crazy, mm-hmm. lazy like uh, Lucy was with Scarlet. This looks right. like it's going to be legit. Yeah. No, it looks really good. Yeah, that was I saw that one, too. I did. Special effects look amazing. Yeah. I mean, the action looks great. I mean, Starlet, Scarlet Johansson, uh, she looks awesome yeah. in it. I mean... Every, we everything all agree that I've on seen, that one, buddy. Yeah, everything <laughs> everything that I've seen side by side with clips from the anime, I mean it looks it looks pretty spot on. I yeah. mean so hopefully it delivers. You know, hopefully we're not seeing the best part of it in the trailer. So hopefully yeah. the, the entire film is is great. I don't know, because the geisha um I saw did you see that they made an animatronic? She's actually animatronic. Yeah. Really? So when yeah. the face opens up, like you see it behind the clockwork behind it and everything. So they're putting a lot more effort into this than I think I originally yeah. thought they were. I thought it was just gonna be a cash in kind of we care, but comic books are hot. Let's try anime. Yeah. And right. it seems to be like a legit thing that maybe especially for Scarlet, I think it's Fuck you guys for not giving me a Black Widow movie. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, so she's she's trying to make this thing mm-hmm. big. Uh, what else did you have, Kern, in the trailers? I want to. Oh, the see. trailers. Well, the the big one was Deadpool. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. 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 No. And uh, some of the stuff that was in there that I've seen talking about is did you did you notice the Firefly? Yeah, yeah. The Firefly poster? posters. Yeah. I was like, what's yeah. that about? Yeah, and then it just wasn't a Firefly poster. It was um it was also a uh on the phone booth. The Nathan Summers is coming. The Nathan Summers yeah. coming soon. Yeah. Let's yeah. cable. So yeah. we yeah. already knew that was happening. Right. And, I was trying uh, to figure out who the dead guy was at the end of it. So do we think that maybe the other things around are hints at who is playing cable? <sighs> I don't know. I don't I mean, think there's. I don't think that, that they did that. I think uh, the Firefly thing may be a good nod towards Nathan Fillon having some sort of role. I don't think he'll right. be Cable, obviously. Yeah. He's too young. But maybe he'll have some sort of part in but it. But he'll probably be in it, yeah. Especially with the Firefly posters. Yeah. I got to think that somebody, at least somebody he's from, from there. Yeah, well, he's the only well, one. Well, in, Inara's in it. Yeah, but I but don't. I don't, I don't know if that's. If I don't that's, think that's enough to put it. I mean, and it could just be a mislead, and it might just be a nod. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'm also interested to see if Logan shows up in there. I don't think he will because of he this, said he's it's the last of this one. film. Well, no, just not because it's the last one. That's because the biggest happens. part, but just because of how heavy this film was. I don't think yeah. these two universes crossover more than a nod. Yeah. Maybe Wolverine shows up in like a flashback. 
mm-hmm. but he's not going to be a part of the film in any real no. substantive yeah. kind of way. And did you did you notice the really long, extremely fast uh, deal at the end of the Deadpool trailer? Oh, the old oh, man yeah. to see. Yeah, yeah, what was yeah. That? The old, it, it is. It's Ernest Hemingway's uh, old. Man. It's basically oh. Deadpool's essay on the old man in the sea. Really? And yeah, and it and it's hilarious. You've got to go online and read this. But just some of the some of the stuff that I'm just going to quote a couple of things that's out of there. Um, one is you know he's talking about when the sharks attack the fish, and um, and uh, he's uh, saying that basically the sharks come along and rip. Rip it all to fucking shreds while dry humping your dignity with their crazy weird shark dicks. I mean, it's stuff like this that's in this essay, that and it's pretty spot on essay. It's just all in Deadpool, yeah, it's you know Deadpool stuff. Speak. So yeah, it's it's hilarious. I mean, I, you got to go online and read that if you haven't already. I didn't know it was online. I just I caught like four lines of it as it. Yeah, by. I was like, what, what? What is that? I wouldn't read and that. It said the old man to see is a novel. Then it like saw like three or four other things. I was like, okay, so it's it's about the old man to see. I don't know why that's important. I guess I'll go read. Maybe the old that man. has yeah. some sort well, of allusion to something. I don't well, know. I think I, I, well, I don't know, but I think where the tie-in is is that uh, the novel was completed on March fourth, and that's when the release for the teaser trailer was okay so so i guess that's sort of a tie-in and then um and then i don't know it's just something to i guess probably make people laugh and stuff like that. It, it's a pretty funny read uh so yeah i would definitely uh something else that's in there that it talks about um is uh you know talking about let's see where where was it oh he's he talks about the dream you know who's the dream killer now fuck face you know, the hypocrisy is pretty much boundless at this point. You know, I mean, it's just stuff like that that he's got in there. <laughs> it's just it's just hilarious whenever you're reading the whole thing. So, yeah, you know, hats off to Ryan Reynolds on that because it's a pretty funny read. So, yeah, definitely read. You, the, you, there's a lot of websites that have that whole entire uh, essay. I'm to read that now. Yeah. Yeah, it it's awesome. hilarious. It's hilarious. Because that was got- the best. I mean, that really was the best trailer because the only other thing I had besides Ghost of the Shell, that was the newest one was those two. Yeah. Um, Everything else was. I got the same King Kong one I've seen a million times. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, did you guys get Guardians of the Galaxy? No, but I've no. seen the new one. It's I've seen the, the new trailer. It's the same. Don't press this button. One. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Spider Man, the same one we've seen. And uh, I think there was a new Fate of the Furious one. Yeah, that's yeah, I saw that the, one. The oh new my Fast god! And Don't even get me started on that bullshit. I mean, <laughs> I'll go for it. Like, yeah. Go for it, Kurt. Okay, so I... <laughs> so you know, we had the freaking previous story where we thought Letty was dead, and then she comes back and she's amnesia, and then she's freaking she's the bad chick, and then they try to save her and shit. And so now Dom is the bad guy, and they're all like, "Oh no, Dom, what you doing?" You know, and it's just like. Come on, man. I mean, I don't understand. Yeah. So, so Trent and I watched this trailer. I'm sure and it's going to be kind of awesome to an extent, but still, it's like, <laughs> dude, I had a flashback of Letty. It's, you know, it's when pretty I saw much come the to the Expendables with cars. So now. that's the thing. Like, we 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 watched that trailer. Trent and I watched that trailer, and he turned to me and he's like, "It's like a bad fan fiction." <laughs> no, it really was because I love the moment. Like, 
The most fan fictionally Philly part is the part where The Rock and Jason Statham's characters are like gonna punch each other yeah. and they stop right. and he's like, You're working together and they're like, Huh? Well, it's- and they're like, are you really going to turn against your family? <laughs> it's like, it it's is, a fan fiction. It, it's so, it's so hard. Yeah. I, that's really, like, I think you're right. Like, somebody went online and they found it and they were like, hmm, this slash fiction's kind of... I don't know, man. I, I just, I can pretty much guarantee I will not see that in the theater. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I'm, if it's at the drive-in, I most certainly will because I'm just. Well, you get that double feature just, action going on there, you know, at the drive-in. Then it's kind of you know? worth it. Uh, yeah. I mean, it makes everything yeah. worth it because the only thing that sucked about Logan was the fact that it cost me like 40 bucks to go see it. Oh, yeah. Right. You went to the fancy theater. I went to the IMAX because it was the first showing. Me? Yeah. I went to the like whatever Mister. I have stream. recliners. <laughs> My theater has recliners. The lady brings a drink. It, it, was, it was electric freaking recliners. I'm man. fancy. Like, he called me like, fancy because I go to IMAX. And he's sitting here telling you about electric recliners because and like he sent us photos to, to, your, he's a, to your chair. <laughs> uh, uh, I hope it was worth it, Kern. I hope it was. <laughs> Definitely worth it. I'm gonna make you see the now. Now I'm calling it. Did now. you notice? The, we're did having you notice a fate the of the furious. Did you notice the shoes that I had on in that video that I showed where my feet were coming up and then it showed the screen? No. I had my star. I had like Star Wars stuff on oh. for a Marvel. <laughs> yeah. No, it's all by Disney. They're fine. They know you spent your money. Yeah, yeah. The mouse has got his pockets full. All right. Uh, so so getting to the main film. Yes, Logan. itself. Yeah. There's something I want to touch on because I'll probably forget it later on. And it was the biggest part when I was in there. There were several moments where I noticed it. The music was fucking incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the sound design was supremely amazing. Mm-hmm. Like when they were running during these battles and stuff, like just the mixing was so – like I'm hearing it. I'm like, where's that? Oh, it's coming from right there. Holy shit. I didn't even see that. And it's like – it almost – I think it was supposed to be like Wolverine senses. Uh-huh. And it was very cool. It was very interesting. Yeah. And there were moments where I just – I got absorbed in that, and I just wanted to give that a shout out because I haven't heard anyone comment on it. Yeah. No, I mean it was, and and to add a little bit to that, uh, Logan's makeup, like his scarring on his body oh, yeah. and stuff like that, all that was great, and his dinge at times um, was I, everything was really great. The way it was shot, everything was really great. I mean, it was a good story. Uh, I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, it's good action, good story. It was dark. Yeah, uh, sad moments uh, throughout it and and everything. But yeah, I mean, it was a great movie. I loved it. I won't lie, I cried. Me too. Um, that's just what it is. It was. A, I mean, the the movie was very serious, very real. Mm-hmm. Definitely the best X Men film. Uh, I think. For me personally, the best Wolverine film. Oh, definitely the best Wolverine film. Yeah, there's just uh, I don't think there's anything to say but watch it. Like, yeah, anything we told you would be like giveaway. The acting is so yeah. you you've never seen Hugh Jackman act like this. Like the weight of having played this role for almost twenty years is definitely on him. Yeah, and it helps that this character's lived through so much because he's been playing this character in how many like ten films probably. Uh, so the weight is there. Yeah. Right. Uh, Patrick Stewart's weight is there. Their relationship has a weight because they're real. Uh, right. It's all just very natural. 
there are a few things once we get to the spoiler stuff that I'll talk about, but I only have really three gripes. Yeah. Um, and they weren't big deals. It was just little, you know, hitches. I would give it like a nine out of ten personally. Yeah. Yeah. I, think that, I, like, I agree. Yeah. That's the thing. Like if you're, if you're expecting like X Men Apocalypse, huge, epic, giant battle throwdowns with like some amazing, like, God-like creatures. This it's not this movie. This is a very like personal John Wick style one-on-one, like just really kind of quiet movie in a way. And it they really did a good job of focusing on the characters and like having us feel their struggle and feel their pain in a very human-like way. Instead of making it boisterous and and epic battle like a lot of the superhero yeah. films have been, right. it was very much like it was very much like a not a superhero. Yeah, movie. it played very much in the in between notes. Yeah, it was like the moments where they were superheroes or mutants or anything. Unlike the other X Men films, where being a mutant is top tier. Yeah, being a mutant is the overarching story, of course, because mm-hmm. uh, we'll get to the story in a minute. But that's. The overall story, but the real story that you're getting told that you're seeing is those in-between moments yeah. of when they're leaving battles. Like, they have a fight. The fight is very ferocious, very visceral, very fast, though. Mm-hmm. And then the moments when they're in the car ride are the long moments. Yeah. The moments when they're alone are the long moments. The moments those, when they're mourning their dead are the long moments. Yeah, we get those quiet, like, character-building moments, and they focus on those instead of focusing on... The fighting and the action. Um, now, I will say it was very Children of Men uh, as yeah. far as story. Not to get spoiled. It was Children of Men. This is the way I best way I can explain. Children of Men, a men meets Hook. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I agree with the well, Hook. Where he meets the kids. You know, when he has, uh, not to uh, get, where I guess, spoiler tag yeah. now. When he meets the kids and they're very much like, come back to us, Peter, come back. And they're like, it's the Wolverine. Yeah. It was very yeah. much. And then the guy was like, "It's he took the medicine. And it was like, he can fly. He believes. Yeah. It reminded me very much of the end of Hook. I'm sorry. <laughs> it did. Uh, it also reminded me of Lone Wolf and Cub, which is like the Sam. I don't know if you guys know what that is. It's a samurai no. series where this uh, Ronin wanders with his son and trains his son to be like a. Uh, to survive while the Shogun hunts them down. No. So he sends assassins and ninjas after him and stuff. Uh, there's a, there's a movie called Shogun Samurai that's very, or Shogun Assassin. Uh, you can find it. It's very good. It's from like 1980. But anyway, it reminded me of this and that their relationship is very much the same. So who wants to take over reading the plot synopsis thing or explaining people what the setup is here with Mr. Logan? Uh, I can give it a shot. Go for it. Um, well, it is basically the year 2029, if I remember correctly. So it's a few years down the road for Wolverine. Um, he's pretty much what what I gather in the beginning. He's pretty much washed up as a superhero in the sense that he's uh, working as basically a limo driver trying to earn money. And he's basically a drunk. He's... Uh, you can tell right off the bat that he's not uh, as crisp as he was. So you know something's going on with him other than just the drinking. And uh, he's basically got a in in plan of uh, getting a lot of cash, buying a boat, and 
pretty much sailing off in the middle of nowhere. And uh, to do what? We don't know exactly what his plan was. Yeah. But his plan was to take um, um, Professor, Professor Xavier with him. Yeah. And so he's got Professor Xavier. He's kind of like his caretaker in a way. Um, Xavier's kind of uh, been breaking down mentally and can't control uh, what's going on with his brain. And so he's kind of a danger to society. And uh, Logan's working to not only try to save money to, to get away from everything, but also to uh, get medicine for Xavier, Charles Xavier, to help him out. And then then we are introduced to uh, the children, more so the little girl. And um, they've basically were lab experiments they were they were um yeah so basically clones, they were they right? were children or yeah they, they were children. they weren't they, were, they were clone they were they were cloned yeah they were yeah, cloned they were, in vitro from like from yeah, like other yeah, super they, they were ivf so like laura yeah. the girl the main girl is from logan and yeah. uh, a mom of some yeah random mexican chick that they literally found yeah on the, the street story. probably uh, mutants haven't been born for was it twenty five years twenty, 20 years? years twenty something 25, like that something like yeah that. so yeah. they they had natural mutants didn't occur uh, occur there yeah. we go I found a word. right uh, I thought that jumping around I thought it was weird that they made that about the big corn syrup yeah, like big sugar it like, like that instead monster of monster energy instead of it being like a, the big M day event where like Scarlet right, Witch was like yeah. no more mutants instead it was about like the government planting like the the I guess the the quote unquote cure for mutinism like in corn sugar yeah. corn syrup so that yeah. like everybody was eating Our it fatty american diets have done yeah. but and that kind of was weird too because like what about like countries where africa and stuff where they yeah. don't have like the, where what about where mcdonald's the doesn't exist do yeah they? so that didn't really explain mutants outside of the u.s but at all unless yeah. it was a wor- unless it was a worldwide you know well but that's what i'm saying like they never covered like how yeah, corn they never syrup, did. which is in everything that we as Americans eat is affecting people in other parts of the world. And, where you know, maybe in those less developed countries, there still are mutants. It's maybe. just that they don't know how to, you know, communicate or something. But I, it was a little bit of a plot hole. I thought that it was really interesting with the uh, current was talking about uh, Professor X breaking down that they did mention that he had like Lou Gehrig's disease or something. Mm-hmm. They did like the guy didn't say what it was. He just guessed. He goes. Let me guess. He's he's the most powerful mutant, but he has some neuro, you know, degenerative disease that's causing him to slowly yeah. lose it. So that's crazy. Right. Yeah. Um, th- yeah I, he, he actually said something along the line of like his brain is considered a weapon of mass destruction right, right. Yeah, by yeah. the government. And they allude to that that event that happens in yeah in Ma- what North yeah manchester or something uh, like yeah that? where the westchester westchester where the school was located. yeah and it doesn't really say anything about what happened but you get the idea that he probably murdered accidentally well i mean students it's from school. from old man logan yeah which this yeah, is loosely yeah uh aligned with logan killed the x-men so right. in this one it seems to imply that professor x, x killed them killed them because of his condition and logan because of his ability to survive, yeah. was the only one that that lived. That lived. Um, also, for the comic book fans out there, Logan's dying of the same thing that he's always dying of: his adamantium. 
Yeah. Uh, he has adamantium yeah. poisoning, as always, and it's finally caught up with him. And he's kind of doing the same thing he did in the comics, which is, I'm going to die, so let's give it a roll and I'll do the best I can. Uh, but he doesn't do the, you know, welcome all challengers thing. Yeah. So that's, I thought that was really interesting. Um, the other, the, the villains, let's talk about this because there was the bionic arm dude. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his name was. Uh, this movie suffers from the same comic book weak ass villains mm-hmm. thing, but not as much because they didn't put them in a spotlight like they have yeah. in other films like Guardians. Right. And, right. They were kind yeah. of pushed off to the side when they didn't need them. He was written as generic bad guy number four, so the fact that he played as generic bad guy number four doesn't really matter didn't really hurt the film uh so i'm not knocking that i think they played that really well Mm -hmm. um i did not like the fact that there was x24 oh yeah the 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 wolverine perfect clone that came out with adamantium it's weird yeah yeah yeah, I, uh, I agree. I didn't. I didn't really care for that part either. I, I mean, did like it when he was taken out by the freaking farmer dude. Oh no, no, no! That was, <laughs> that was all. The fights and everything were awesome. Uh, I think what maybe makes me a little more jaded about it is going into it. I had read an article before that originally they were trying to get Lee Shriver to come back. Yeah, to, to play uh, something, Sabretooth. and it might. I'm thinking it was Sabretooth instead yeah. of X24, and I much rather <laughs> wanted to see that. Yeah, because that's that. Right. He was the really one of the only good oh, parts yeah. of the no, Wolverine his, movie. His, his Sabretooth was the best part, even over Hugh Jackman. I yeah. have to say, in the first Wolverine, I loved right. him in it. I just wish the movie hadn't sucked so bad. If it had just yeah. stopped when they caught Gambit, I would have been. Oh, they didn't need to go back to Mirror Island. Like no. we would have been. Uh, I don't know. What did you guys think of the overall story? Like just like you were saying, Kurt, were they going to flee? They meet the girl and then they get chased. It's a chase film. Yeah, it is. And uh, I know I, I love the film because it it was really based on the characters. It wasn't it wasn't based on you know like we were saying before. Uh, and Desmond pointed out you know and maybe Rose also uh, with all these you know super villains coming in and flying around and destroying and and not even really so much as Wolverines powers or professor xavier's powers i mean yes they they played a part in the film but the film was really just about their characters and what was happening to them and what they were currently trying to do and then they get tied in with this little girl which first of all i thought was amazing her uh um facial expressions in the beginning like for the first three quarters of her part of that film she didn't even say a word that's what i say you talked about acting is amazing and current you're exactly right yeah this this little girl was fan freaking tastic yes like there is i mean i've seen kid actors before who are good and some that are like oh this one was really good this girl nailed it like she, yeah, without she, saying a word, without saying a freaking word. <laughs> and then when she yeah. did talk, it was even perfect. And she was playing; she wasn't even speaking in full English. She was yeah. doing broken English. Yeah. And this, yeah. and it was. Now I have a question uh, about the girl. Uh-huh. The stunts. How? What was up with the stunts? Like, who did their stunts? Right. It was. Was did she do know. a lot of them? What? What? Because I mean, kids are kids are you know. They're, they're, I mean, they can I jump assume, around a I lot assume more. some of this is CGI. Oh, yeah. It's got to be. Yeah. yeah I mean, we're, but we're, kids can get bounced around a bit easier. But Capoeira than has nothing at all on this girl. Yeah. And it's not over the top. That's what's crazy about it is mm-hmm. it's very, uh, 
Well, I'm going to say Black Widow. Yeah. It's yeah. very much just like if Black Widow had blades everywhere. Yeah. That would be yeah. this character. That would well, be this girl. In her, in her, like, what it seemed like to me is, you know, what we had seen from Wolverine in the past. You know, yeah, he, he can heal and everything like that, and he heals a lot faster. But to me, it seemed like this little girl could even heal faster than Wolverine could in his prime because it, it seemed like she was just invincible. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, it's probably an age thing too, or maybe yeah. they boosted her. Yeah, uh, her yeah. Well, yeah, and I think whatever, I think that's but... probably part of it too. Yeah, they were boosted, and um, that fight scene at the at the Mexican workshed or whatever. Yeah, you know, so yeah. I, I hang her. That was crazy. <laughs> like you talk yeah. about the airport fight in uh, um, Captain America. Yeah. Nope, I will take this any day. Uh, this little girl murdering all of these just, men. Uh, the movie, if, you, if you're if you wondering if it's going to be too violent for you or not, um, go ahead and watch the first, I'd say, five minutes when they're at a gas station. Because the movie does a good job of setting its own tone. Yeah. Right. Uh, a drunk Wolverine using fuck about four times. <laughs> and then slicing people's limbs off left and right. And um, slicing people through the head. And, and, yeah. and, and speaking of the F-bomb. You know, Everywhere. you're right. You know, uh, you know, <laughs> it, it sets the pace right off the bat in that fight scene of how graphic it's going to be when he's jamming those claws through guys' yeah. skulls and it's graphically showing it. But the, speaking of the F-bomb, I think like the first like 20 words of the Patrick Stewart's dialogue, yeah. at least half of it was an F-bomb. Yeah. I, I will admit, I told <laughs> my hilarious. wife, I told my wife in the car, there was a point where I was like, okay, it's getting to be too much. <laughs> Not, no, just because it was over, they were like, we never get to say this. Let's have some fun. And then and they, they actually the they, they just dialed it back right at the right moment for yeah. me personally. Yeah. Because at some point I was going to go, okay, this is just overdoing yeah, I think it. They used it, like, they used, I think, 60% of the F words in the first 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, by yeah. the time they're on the road together, it's way calmer than it's it is. It's more sprinkled in, the- in instead of just loaded on. I mean, I, I love Patrick <laughs> Stewart as an actor anyway. Yeah, I always no, have yeah, thought no, no. everything I've seen him in, I thought he was a great actor. But seeing this version, you know, this broken down version and this oh. kind of like, you know, old man, you know, style, you know, because you know how it is with like some of these old guys, you know, they don't want to listen to anybody. They don't want to take their medicine, right. all that crap. And that's exactly the way Xavier is in this film, you know, because I laugh my ass off in the part where they're in the truck and he makes him take the pills and he like makes him open his mouth and he's like, ah. to check it. Yeah. yeah. Make sure I, he swallowed it. Yeah. That's you part know? of the, that's part of the human aspect of this movie, right. I think. Is yes. that it's like, that's why I was saying it's more about the characters itself than about yeah. the fact that they're like superheroes. You know, you it's about them guys. Guy, you bring this guy who's like one of the most powerful mutants in the entire series who has been this like pristine, like teacher, father figure for so many people and you show well this is the reality this is what happens when people get old and you just show that and it's like so incredibly yeah because at first you don't know if he has dementia or what he's living yeah. in a water tower in mexico wolverine has him locked up mm-hmm. uh caliban who's steven merchant's character the Which albino was, oh my goodness uh yeah. is taking helping him take care of him he was formerly a bad guy now he's working with them uh Anyway, they, they're, they're putting him on meds, sedating him, keeping his brain from causing the world to pretty much shudder and stop. Uh, yeah. You know, the thing right. where he freezes time, he does that, but horribly. And it pretty much just, you can't breathe, you can't move, you can't control anything. 
until you probably die. Right, and that's probably how going. he killed right. the X-Men, yeah. honestly. Um, so it's interesting, yeah, they have, they have to give him these shots, and he's enjoying some gardening, but he's living in an old rotted-out like water tower that's turned on its side. Yeah. Um, Wolverine just right. gets prepositioned by this lady who's one of the Mexican nurses from where the kids were being developed as yeah. weapons. Uh, he She strolls away originally. The girl does. Yeah. And he goes to decides right. he's bailing with this money that she was going to give him. And then the fight happens. And I love the fact that the very first fight with the little girl is off screen. Mm-hmm. Yes. She comes out with a fucking head. Yeah. Yes. And she, Wolverine's yes. like, what? And it <laughs> sets, it sets the, the precedence right there of what this little girl is about. Right. Because Wolverine's know? like, this isn't a mutant. Mutants don't exist anymore. Yeah. And then he, she comes out with a head and he's like, what? <laughs> yeah. And then their fight breaks out and it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, little classic chase and then they're on the road. Yeah. Now, I would say that the if you, if you took away the characters, the main storyline is not something that's new. No. There's a lot of cliched moments. Like there's the, there's the, um, there's the, they watch the movie in the hotel room and it becomes a thing at the end. Right. They have the, um, that they should know better than to stay with the family because they know they're just going to get them all right. killed. Like, they're very, like, moments that we've seen before. But I think that that's okay because in this movie, like, the story, the overarching story is not the focus. It's the characters. No, it is. It is. It's a character. I mean, it's all about Logan is a perfect title because it it's really about is about Logan. I mean, yeah. even Lore, even Professor X, they're all side pieces to his journey here. Mm-hmm. And it's... Him finally redeeming himself, for me, it's him finally redeeming himself and doing the right thing because he, not because he has to, but because he chooses to. Yeah, it's kind of like an old, like, it reminds me of, like, the old, like, Odysseus or something like that, where it's like, it's an old story, like, a quest for redemption or a well, quest for... It's right. very much like, like Shane, that. the movie yeah. that he's quoting in the deal. Like, yeah. he is right. Shane in yeah. this, uh, I mean, that's why it makes so much perfect sense that... She quotes that at him, and that's yeah. the movie they're watching. Is he's Shane? He's the yeah. guy that he's the gunslinger that comes to town that does the right thing, yeah. even though he's and he a bad does guy. at the end. And then he leaves yeah. at the end. You know, yeah. yeah, at the end, you know, I mean, you know, just jumping ahead, your know, Wolverine dies, but yeah. he goes out epically. I mean, he he he's beat up. He can. He can barely move. His body doesn't heal like it used to because of the antimantium uh, poisoning. So he he's nowhere near as crisp. And then the kids, they have that – basically it's you know like a gigantic steroid for the mutants. And um, the kid tells him, you know, do it in small doses because it'll uh, you know, mess you up you know, if, you, if you don't. Well, you know, Logan realizes that the kids – are now going to, they're falling under attack and they're probably going to die. You know, as badass as those kids are, after all, they don't have that fighting experience, right? Mm-hmm. you know, and, and everything. And so he juices that whole freaking bottle and just starts just laying waste. Yeah. I mean, just comes, comes through and just starts destroying these guys. And of course it wears off and then pretty quickly. You know, it wore off yeah, real quick. It, it, but, it, but wore, still. Uh, it wore off so quick. And this is actually this is my second gripe. Is that damn bottle. Yeah. Uh and the note. Like, could do you want to telegraph that any harder? 
Like, what is about to happen? Did anyone have any surprise that Logan shot up the whole bottle of juice? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. No, I mean, okay. There was no doubt. And here's my thing. I think it would have been better if we'd seen him grab it and he had left and he'd had the blood rage and he tore through there and it had just been Berserker Wolverine classic from the comics kicking mm-hmm. ass and they'd found the bag and they were like, he's on the juice and they found the bag and he's not. And then he still does it. Um, and as much as I like that final fight, I have to say the end is anticlimactic as hell. Yeah. Uh, it's not, it's not bad. The fact that he fights X-24 and loses makes sense. Because it's, a, he's a better model and Logan's yeah. dying. And it, it, but the thing is like, uh, it ends with the, you know, the gunshot. He has an adamantium bullet. Wolverine does. Mm-hmm. Logan, that he'd been carrying with him and that he was going to kill himself with. Right. It's obviously, right. for whatever reason, why they wanted to make this callback. It's one of Stryker's bullets from the goddamn Origins movie. Uh, it's, so he yeah. has the bullet. <laughs> He's going to shoot himself in the head with it. Well, I guess whenever I, I mean, so, I, I guess he was going to take Charles out and kill him. I don't know what he was doing because yeah. he was like, "I'm going to kill myself," but he was still taking care of Charles, and it was just really weird. Uh, I guess was expecting to whenever Charles died to finally yeah. kill himself. So, but yeah, like, if it's, so. the bullet's made of adamantium, why couldn't he just like open his his claws on his head? I mean, well, he could, it would but, be the but like, effect, it would be right? kind of. I think it would be kind of hard to actually like make sure you did it. I guess instead of end up in like some like purgatory hell version of like half in, half out. <laughs> uh, but no, he's going to shoot himself. So the girl Laura gets the gun. X twenty three gets the gun and shoots X twenty four, which is clone Wolverine, clover, clonerine, Clo- cloverine, clonerine, clonerine, clonerine. I don't know. He shoots clonerine in the head and he <laughs> dies. Uh, and then she calls him dad. Uh, she calls him daddy. That was really like so. That was that was the part where I started crying. Okay, that's what my wife said too. Was the whole daddy <laughs> thing was very. Uh, my tears were of a more manly nature, I guess. <laughs> I'm going to say here. I uh, I mine was realizing when he threw him on the log. They're having a fight, and he mm-hmm. throws the log, and he is impaled. Like, yeah, Vlad the Impaler, fucking impaled. Yeah, through the chest. He's not coming back. Um, I realized Wolverine was actually. I didn't think they. I really didn't think they'd kill him. Yeah, I was I unsure if they were going to. Or I, not. I was. I was hoping somehow that they would. I don't know why I was hoping that. <laughs> uh, but when I saw that it was actually going to happen, that's when you. When oh you, man, uh, Wolverine is one of my all-time favorite Aww. characters, and Hugh Jackman has just been tremendous. Yeah, he's done a great job. He, he is Wolverine from now into eternity. Mm-hmm. And watching and realizing that I'm 31 years old. I was going into... I wasn't even in high school yet when Hugh Jackman was Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah, me? Like, I was... Like, and... I was, like, in elementary school still, I think? Maybe and then junior high? I was in junior high. You're in junior I'm, high? I'm like, he's... He's... I'm... This is it. It's over. And the, the part of the reason why I realized I probably never felt that way before is... I can't think of another character that uh, we've spent that long with. Like maybe if yeah. Indiana Jones did it, Han Solo was a, is a good example. But Han Solo, not even because Han Solo's been in four movies. Yeah, right. Uh, Wolverine. It's been in yeah three, four, five, six, seven. Well, yeah, seven. And then if you count the the, this the, one, the future past and yeah. first class, uh, 
Anyway, my point is he's he's been in these movies. He is Wolverine to me, and I have to watch him die. Yep, and this is the end. And that 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 broke that broke me down a little bit. That was it. No, uh, Kern, what about you? Yeah. Um, I didn't cry. I was sad. Um, but again, you know, I I'm. Uh, I'm not as critical on that end fight scene. So, you know, I pretty much knew he was, I, I just felt like he had to die, you know, kind of the same thing. I didn't really want him to die. It's not that I wanted to be morbid, like, because I hate Wolverine or anything. It's just, I kind of figured that, you know, the story's got to end, you know, and it's, it's going to have to be him going out in a blaze of glory. And that's kind of what happened. You know, he, he went out in a blaze of glory and, you know, there was like a little moment, you know, there at the end with his daughter, you know, because, you know, even though he didn't, you know, like father that daughter in in, in right. the natural sense, you know, they still used his DNA, you know, mm-hmm. to create because what they did is they basically injected women with those uh, with with basically the, the DNA. And that's how they they created, you know, all those kids. Yeah. And so, you know. It, he, and in the beginning, he didn't want to have anything to do with her, basically, because he, you know, he didn't know who she was. And then he knows she's not a mutant. Then all of a sudden, he's like, "Holy crap, she is a mutant!" And then, then he started, you know, as the story progressed, then you can kind of see how he was trying to like even kind of pass along some knowledge, like kind of explaining, like you can't, you can't carry this anger all the time, you know, type deal, and actually, and all that. Doing so, some fathering. Yeah, Especially, and so. Oh, sorry. So, no, and and so you know, seeing that transition from him in the beginning, and then all the way at the end, to where you know it wasn't just him, you know, saving his daughter; it was him saving all those kids because you know right. all those kids basically are, you know, you know they're, you know, they didn't ask for any of that stuff, and they just wanted to to be free and live their lives, you know, and so. Especially seeing the relationship that him and Xavier had, yeah, of being father and son almost, yeah, and even right. him telling the people at the house when they that they met that took him in to to have dinner and hang out, this is my dad, yeah, like they were playing cover, but this is my dad, this is my daughter, right. and then uh, we we didn't talk about this, but it's also important to note that when X twenty three shows up, um, he kills he kills Professor X. Professor X dies in bed, but. He dies in bed from uh, adamantium claws through the gut. Yeah. And it's not as emotional as, as you might think that he dies. For me, what I, what gave me pause, what surprised me was Hugh Jackman's performance in the It Wasn't Me. Because yeah. he realized, he sees the guy passing, walking through. Because at first he just walks by him. Yeah. And then he runs upstairs and he's just yelling, Charles, Charles, Charles. And he's leaving all these other people whose house he's in, they're dead on they're the floor. Dead. And he's just like, get right. out of my way, and dead the, people. And the, the mutant, the X-24 is walking out with Laura yeah. in like handcuffs. And he's he's like, he's like, Charles? He goes after Charles? Yeah, he goes up there like, he, yeah. the X-20, X-24, who is clone Vereen, is taking the girl out in cuffs. She's tied up. And he runs up there and he's trying to save him. And it, it's just a, it's a powerful performance. Yeah, he yeah. carries his body, carries his body down. Yeah, he's going to take him with him. You know, and he, yeah. wants, no he wants Charles to know that that was not him. Yeah, yeah that did that. he's all that all. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Yeah, was a terribly intense oh. uh, moment in the film. I mean, second, maybe first, and most intense moment of acting, right? Uh, ranked wise, yeah. Me. I did almost cry during Charles's speech right before that happens. Mm. That his whole, like, I, but I don't deserve it, do I? Yeah. And he starts, like, getting teary, and he starts to remember what he did. 
at the school. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they never straight up tell you. And they never do a flashback and they never do anything like that because it's not necessary. You know, just from what they're not telling you. That just from oh, it's the subtext. incredibly well written. Yeah, the that movie is incredible. You know that he ki- he killed all the mutants. Yeah, he, he did. He did the similar thing to what he did at the hotel, but um, it didn't get stopped, and he killed everybody. That's you basically know that that's what happened, but they don't have to spell it out for you, right. which is really well, nice. And if, even the screenwriter Michael Green said that in earlier versions of the script, they had included those flashbacks and everything, mm-hmm. and um, they they decided to cut them because they wanted to just focus on the characters. Yeah, you know, focus on move. that moment. Yeah, and it, it is good because like the movie just flows so well from learning Wolverine, learning learning Professor X, because even we know them, we have to set them up in this tone in this mm-hmm. universe. And then the um, learning about Laura, and then the chase, which includes this death scene. This is the chase. And then you're introduced to X-23, who I guess is the real bad guy. Maybe it's the professor. Again, all of these kind of play second fiddle, so it doesn't matter. You just need big threat number one, big threat number three. Um, Then it did take a weird turn for me, which was when they ran, and then they met the kids. The kids all met up Mm -hmm. in Eden. Yeah. From the comic book, if you wonder why the comic books are in the movie, it's because the kids read the comic books and they decided that Wolverine was going to save them in Eden, which apparently if you go to Canada, you're safe from these guys. I don't know. Canada yeah. must be really fucking powerful. That's the thing like, that, like, that's the thing that this they, company they from don't... Mexico that can chase you across the U.S., but once you cross into Canada, you're safe. God save the queen. That's She's a, not going to let anything happen That's to another thing that I, I wish was maybe a little more explained. Like, maybe they did something that showed that these kids got their safe. Like, maybe there's, like, a specific safe haven for any mutants that are left that are that's in Canada that oh, they that never it was talk about. But right. I don't know. They they say that, like, like, like mutant, mutant hunters... And, and U.S. government aren't going to cross the border into Canada well, to grab a bunch of kids. Well, that's what I'm saying. This company starts out in Mexico. Yeah. Apparently has a growth operation for their corn syrup uh, serum somewhere in the heartland of America. Mm-hmm. Then you chase them up to North Dakota. And then they decide, that. but if you cross the Canadian border, you're clear? Like, how yeah. does that, they've chased you across the border once. Why wouldn't they chase you across the border again? I mean, obviously... It ends up being moot because they end up wiping out all the guys. I think that would probably come after you. Yeah, but it was it was a very that was that I think that's the biggest plot hole is like why is Canada safe ground? Yeah, like do, is there something there actually there that like these kids are going to be safe from? Yeah. Because the 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 soldiers themselves are like don't let them reach the border. Yeah. Like they're not going to go over the Canadian border right. to chase after these mutants. Yeah, it was very weird. So, uh, like something like something to kind of explain why um, Canada was safe would be like even if it was just like a little bitty news blip about how there's yeah. something in Canada the, for like, or even that mutants. the U.S. and Canada are like are like at, at each odds. Other's. So you're like, oh, that's why because they don't want to start a big incident. Yeah. So they'll have to do it covertly, but you'll be safe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, I, but I thought it was good. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind that. Uh, I thought it was more weird. Like I said, that Sabretooth wasn't there. That it was X twenty four. Yeah, which worked. Uh, I would have also took his son, Doc. And I mean, there there were other options besides that. Mm-hmm. It was kind of weak cop out, but not not so bad that you're like, it's definitely not Deadpool at the end of X Men Origins bad. Yeah, uh, or the Silver Samurai bad. This is bad. Like, oh man. 
I really hoped that this was going to come with chocolate sauce on top. Yeah. Not, I, I didn't know this was going to taste like shit. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's like, oh, this was a delicious Sunday. I wish it had chocolate on top. Yeah. But it's still a delicious <laughs> Sunday. Sunday. Whereas before. Yeah. No. But shit see, yeah, I would say, I'd say overall it's a great movie. Especially, like, it's, I, it's, so it isn't a quiet movie necessarily, but compared to the hugeness yeah. of the comic books, it's super quiet comic book movies. Yeah. And I just really enjoyed that it was that it was a nice slower paced movie where you where you focused on the characters. So I would definitely give it uh, an eight point five to nine out of ten. Uh I will say that the my only my only warning would be that the amount of graphic violence. It's will, so violent. If you think that yes. Deadpool was graphic. And there's one pair of naked titties. Oh yeah, there's one set of boobs. But if yeah. if you if you watch Deadpool and you're like, oh this is too graphic, uh-huh. don't don't go to Wolverine because this the problem I think isn't that it's more of it or more violent, it's that it's more realistic. There's no yeah. sense of cartoonishness to this no. violence. And so if you have if you don't have any problem with Wolverine slicing through people's faces, but you have a problem with one pair of, of naked boobies, I think you need to reevaluate your yeah. psyche and maybe check that out to make sure you're okay. Uh, because this is, I mean, when I say <laughs> this is this graphic, like, uh, think of this. As opposed to the cartoon when Iron Man hits a villain and he flies through a wall instead of turning into, like, red vapor. Yeah. Uh, he's going to turn to red vapor. Yeah. Like, uh, there's, no, there's no middle ground here. When Laura decides she's throwing someone through a car windshield, expect them to be splatted with glass and broken bones yeah. and fingers mangled. And when Wolverine cuts a person's head, remember he has three claws, so there's going to be you know five pieces. You're just yeah. there's no kind of give to the violence yeah. or the, and it's very on your face. There's not going to be an off camera moment where you're like, oh god, he's going to cut that guy's arm off, and then they're going to quick pan. Nope, nope, that arm's you coming see at you. everything. And some of it is some of it's not quite as graphic as you think, but it's it's so viscerally edited and paced that it's gonna feel like you're in like a Saving Private Ryan legs blown off scene, man. Yeah, like I that's the, I don't the language. If you can listen to this podcast, you'll be okay. And lots of f bombs everywhere. Right. Uh, but, but we don't we don't chop people's arms and legs off. Like true. That. And plus, so, you, don't, you well, as far as you know, you can't see what we're doing. That's right. <laughs> Right, <laughs> but I, I give it. I give it a nine out of ten because my third, uh, my third biggest gripe is a technical gripe, and that is the uh, some of the focus pulls were really hard, and that's just coming from being a camera dude. Like, yeah, watching it, and they would shift the focus, and I was like, "That's way too hard to transition." I don't know why they tried to pull that off. Yeah, I could see that. What about you, Kern? What's your what's your overall like rating for this movie? I mean, I got to agree. I, I'd give it a nine out of a 10. You know, I thought the story was really, really good. Um, yeah. I thought the action was good. I liked the darkness of it, you know, and I like the fact that, you know, it was just them, you know, I mean, it wasn't, didn't involve, uh, you know, a lot of flashback, you know, or any flashbacks really for that, that matter. I mean, it, you know, if you want to consider, you know, watching the, the video oh, footage that the lady, yeah. lady did as a flashback or something like that, maybe, but, um, yeah, I mean, no, I thought it was well written. I, you know, I, I liked it overall. Yeah, was uh, uh, went into it with basically a neutral, 
you know, standpoint. You know, there was some people that I talked to and they're just like, oh, my God, I, I don't want to go see that film. They're probably going to screw it up, you know. And those are the kind of people that freaking hate everything they see, you know, it seems like, you know, because they, they don't give anything a chance. And so, you know, it was it was a good movie. I mean, I really liked it. And I would suggest if you haven't seen it, go see it. Oh, definitely, know, if, definitely. If you're listening to it by now, hopefully you did see it because we've just told you the whole freaking story. Yeah. But, and I mean, one of the biggest points for me, I know I was kind of thinking about not going to see it right away. Mm-hmm. Um, so much hype. Yeah. Like it came yeah. out, and I think it was a ninety nine percent. Like when I went, it was a ninety three percent. Jeez, yeah. like uh, rotten. Like it was certified at ninety three percent, and had like nine point eight stars on uh, IMDb, and everyone was just glowing about. It. And it's like it, it can't be that good. Like that right. was my initial gut reaction. And I love Wolverine, as I've stated. So going into it. Uh, I was a little more hesitant, I think, than I've been with the other films because I expected comic book films, as yeah. Rose has mentioned. You you know what you're getting. There's a certain tone, and to me, this is one of those ones that it broke it. Yeah. And my only uh, my only final thought is, it's not just a good comic book movie. It's a good ass movie. Yeah. Like, uh, it's a good movie. It if could you be... just like films, yeah, you should watch it. Yeah, I agree. Like, you don't necessarily have to know anything about. The characters from before. No. And I did really enjoy, like, the, the callbacks they made to, like, the first, co- the first movie. Yeah. Like, they, like, Xavier mentions that he first found, found him in a, being a cage fighter. Yeah. You know, it's just like, oh, right. yeah, the first movie. And you kind of remember that. There's, like, this little bit of nostalgia that happens just for a they moment. They do a good, they do, they do a very good job of dropping those crumbs all through it with the adamantium bullet. Yeah. With uh, them talking of the comic books, talking about none of this happened. Yeah. And you seeing him with the people. And it it's very, very nicely done. They don't do it. Like, it's not like the fan service Star no, Wars. Here's no. three C, th- C-3PO and R2-D2. It's like very, like, light. It's like the dude doing the salt beam. It's yeah. Just very, it's very, it's very much the comic book nods are very much the same way. Yeah. They're not heavy in there. If you don't know how Wolverine dies, then you don't get the nod, but it doesn't. Take away from the story. It's, yeah. it's in there and it's integral to it. And even if those comics didn't exist, it works. Yeah. But the fact that they do makes it show that, yes, we looked at source material. We went a different route, mm-hmm. but we were respected. Yeah. So I, I just, I loved it. I love it so much. I haven't seen it but once and I'm really mad. But there's like four film. Power Rangers comes out this month too. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Like, and there's yeah. something else. And like, I got too many. And Ghost of the Shells at the end yeah. of the month. Ghost in the Shell, like there's too many films I have to go see. I can't, can't just all. see like I can't this go movie to, I three can't, times. <laughs> no, if the drive-in opens, I'll go see this again. But that's yeah. really they're supposed to open this month. But that's really it. It's like I got hit with property taxes. Yeah, you're like so, almost a thousand dollars later. I'm like, how much are these movie tickets? <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to right. go count my change again. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, I, I'm done, guys. Yeah. Uh, who has recommendations? No? Ah, uh, no. Oh, I think we're good. We got out all we had to say about this movie. I will say Making History came on last night. Yeah. Um, time travel show. Okay. Kind of like Timeless. Kind of like Time After Time. Whatever. I watched Timeless. Uh, yeah, that's more of like a blacklist through time. This is just good old fun. I, I, I Check it out. If you like history, check it out. I will say, um, for those of you out there who like anime... Um, on Crunchyroll, there is the uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. It's super cute. I would watch that. 
if you want some anime to watch. Sweet. Yeah. I still haven't watched the second season of Seven Deadly Sins. It's not the second season. No. By the way. No, it's six episodes. I was so mad because I started watching it and it got to the end of the sixth episode and I was like, that's it? It's actually the OVA between the first and the second season of six episodes. So yes, you should watch it, but it's only six episodes, so don't get too excited. OVAs are the bane of my existence sometimes. Uh, But that's good. (laughs) I have to check it out because I've got a list of things. I'm I'm watching Black Sails. Kern, have you watched Black Sails? No, I haven't. What I... um what I've been watching recently is, let's see, I watched uh, the Santa Clarita yeah. Yeah. diet. Yeah, did you watch it? Have, uh, wait yeah. a minute, were you, were you on a show with us when we kept telling people to... To watch it? I don't know, maybe. Oh, uh, you didn't get it from us, so that's that's. I'm glad that you found it. No, uh, there was a whole episode that was pretty much Rose telling me to watch it. Yeah. And then I watched okay. it, and then I was on a show with just me and Chris, and I kept telling Chris just to watch it, and then oh, watched okay. it, too. Uh, so what did you think? Because we've all, we've all watched it. I want to know. I'm interested now. Oh, I mean, I like it, you know, I mean, it's, it's got a little bit of a different twist to, you know, the, a zombie type yeah, vampire-ish, whatever you want to call, call, um, uh, That's Drew Barrymore. But yeah, it's funny. Is she a zombie I or mean, a ghoul? I don't know. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, it's. Yeah, I, I think there's some good writing on there. I think oh, it's yeah. funny. Uh, yeah, you know. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm kind of you know I'll watch season two when it comes out. I think it was only like what ten episodes right. for yeah. season one or something like that. Yeah, I need more of that show. It was yeah. It was so great. yeah. So yeah. No, it was good. Uh, of course, you know I'm. Watch, I watch so much different stuff. I try to get caught up on. Um, you know, right now I'm watching Shameless, season seven, which that's like a train wreck, but it's funny to watch. <laughs> Um, I've never watched Shameless. Is it good? Yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's it's pretty good. I mean it's just one of those things that if you get sucked into it, you know, and you get interested in the in the characters and everything, you uh, you know, you'll just watch it. But no, it's it's pretty decent. You know, it's uh, uh, funny. You know, uh, it's kind of like uh, you know, there's a there's a guy that I met up here on the mountain that I swear his life. Is modeled from Shameless, or Shameless is modeled from his life. Oh, you know, because he, uh, he was telling me some crazy stuff whenever he was a kid because his mom was a drug user <laughs> and all this I, kind of stuff. I, I have a buddy who we used to swear to God that, like, uh, when Californication would go on breaks, that he, he'd be like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta get ready for season. And we were like, You know what it is? is they haven't released the next season, uh, so he doesn't have Hank Moody to model his life on. Because he would right. literally pretty much have the same life as uh, Hank did, like every season. So I can believe you; those people <laughs> exist. Yeah, they are stranger than fiction. Uh, I don't. I don't know. That's it for me. Uh, big shout out to the uh, Nerd Podcast Mafia, as always. Uh, it's so Wizard Cult Forty Five, not another nerdy podcast. Fans on Patrol, Superhero Speak, Geek Yogurt, Dork of All Trades, and Open All Powers. Yeah. And us, the Nerdtastic Four. And oh, us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got lucky because uh, I have a whiteboard now in my, my recording room, so I can just read them off. Ha <laughs> ha. I cheat. Very oh, yeah, cool. they're up there. <laughs> yeah, they're circles. <laughs> and yeah. Then I wrote them in different colors. I'm Don't forget. <laughs> well, uh, we. So that's it. Thank you guys yeah. for tuning in. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go to sleep now. Yeah. yeah. Good night, guys. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.